this is not the podcast to be listening to in the car with your kids. Um, it's definitely not PG. Maybe a conservative grandmother or mother wouldn't exactly appreciate the language because I cuss a lot. Sorry, not sorry. But I do hope this brings you a little LOL moment, makes you think, honey, roller coaster of emotions. Hold on to your nipples. We're about to enter 30 Paws. Welcome to episode five. I don't know why I felt like I had to sing that for you. Um, So you might notice that my voice sounds like Lindsay Lohan on a three-day Coke binge. I assure you I have not been on the three-day Coke binge, but my allergies are acting a fool. So this is what we're getting today. This is what I'm serving you. And welcome to episode five. Thanks for tuning in. Um, ladies and gents, fems, thems, theirs, and these, I just wanted to let you guys know that, um, this weekend she needed to truly pause, rest. I don't know if it was just the combination of me just like traveling out of town, honey. I didn't even, I wasn't even the one driving, but I don't know if it was just like the traveling of out of town for me, if it was the allergies, Either way, Sunday night, I got back in town and I was like, I don't have it in me. I can't. And I shanked. So I didn't record and I didn't release on Monday. But guess what? Today is Titty Tuesday and you're getting a tenacious, tantalizing Tuesday of a podcast. I I tried to I went there like I, I, I was I was getting there, but then I just dropped the ball. You know, so I apologize on that one. Um, any hootie, hey, listen, we have a lot going on. First of all, let me say, I went and saw some family out of town that live in Columbus, Ohio. Shout out to all my peeps in Columbus. Um, all, you know, five of you that I know. Um, it's just a really, it was a really rad time. We went and saw my cousin and his wife, and they just had a fresh, and I mean precious little girl so we had to welcome her to the Clark fam um that was fantastic um this you know the bipolar weather here lately um for us midwesterners have really just been basically trying our entire existence and our lives um hence my voice um but also you know last week it snowed So now this week, tomorrow, it's like supposed to be up to like 75. So I don't know where we're going with that, but I would like to stay at that 75 San Diego type weather. Do you know what I mean? You feel me on that one? I know you do. So um, a few things I wanted to catch up with you guys on. You know, she loves her a documentary. She really does. Loves, loves, loves. And as of late, I've watched two documentaries Um, that I just have to share. And the first one is the Tina Turner documentary that is called Tina. And both of these actually are on HBO Max. And if you don't have an HBO Max, get your lives. Um, But basically, it's just a fantastic story. Wow. Wow. Tina. Legendary. That woman... 
all of the things that she had gone through to get where she is today. I mean, it was it's just truly a phenomenal story. And if you've seen what's love got to do with it, of course, you're going to get a little bit insight. You kind of already know some of these things, but some of these things you really don't. And I feel like this is truly from the perspective of Tina. And it was just absolutely phenomenal. I mean, she was definitely, when I was like touring with that cover band, yeah, that happened. Um, when I was doing that, I mean, Rolling on the River um, was just one of my favorite songs to perform to. Proud Mary was just like uh, so iconic. The crowds loved it. Um, about pulled a hammy doing it, but she did it. She was doing it. She was serving the five, six, seven, eights for sure. Um, Tina Turner was definitely one of my biggest influences wanting to just like dance and perform. And, uh, you guys, you have to watch it. It's called Tina. It's on HBO max. Get your lives together and watch it. Thank you. My next one is actually also on HBO max and it is, um, a, a docu-series. So there's like, I don't know, like eight or nine episodes or what have you. And it's called Generation Hustle. And it's all these different episodes of containing all these different stories of these people just being literal professional con artists. And I'm shook. I am truly shook. For someone to be that dedicated to lying, I have to give it up to them. I really do. I just find that if you are going to lie that hard for that long and just bamboozle people and just gobsmack them like that, I'm going to give you serious props. You're a psychopath for sure. But like your commitment, girl, you better go and get you some acting classes and start booking, honey, because that was impressive. So... I've definitely been watching episodes of that, and it's just very intriguing to me. So if you need any other, like, basically show recommendations, movie recommendations, documentaries, docu-series, what have you, honey, I'm your girl. Okay? Okay. Um, any hoots, I want to I move on. I want to release the particles. Um, so we have to do that. First of all, when we release the particles, these acrylics are on their last dying day. So you're welcome that I did that for you because, honey, she's these things are lifting and the hair is getting caught in them. And if you're an acrylics girl, you know exactly, exactly what I mean. Um, anywho, so I just want to release the particles. So I got really good sleep last night because, well, your girl basically fell asleep at 5 o'clock, and then she woke up at 8, and then she was like, oh, no, ma'am, and then she went back to bed at, like, 10, okay? So that's my life, and um, so this morning, like, I was really well rested. I'm feeling good. I had to skip the gym because my body was just like, girl, you need to chill on us, and actually, I needed to really just have a good deep stretch session, so that's what she did this morning. So any hooty hey, um, we're releasing the particles. We're back in it. So great morning. Um, she has her coffee. She has a brekkie. She's, she's doing the thing. She's productive, you know. And then I walk into the restroom at work, and it was just like, my God, ladies, what are we eating? What kind of foul animal products are we ingesting? In our bodies, that makes that shit so foul. 
I mean, you would have thought somebody smeared a couple baby diapers on the wall and left. It was horrendous. And listen, I'm not saying my shit don't stink. That's not what I'm saying here. But I'm very aware of when she's going to have a moment. Okay, let's just put it that way. And um, I'm a huge component of poopery. Um, I'm also a huge component of like making that extra step to maybe go to the upstairs bathroom or just making sure that, um, you know, sometimes you can't help it. But my God, I just really want to make everyone known that if it's a public restroom or if it's my own, like I really am considerate. I'm a considerate shitter. Okay, and that whoever laid that bomb was not a considerate shitter. I mean, you could have at least done, you know, a flush in between, like a courtesy flush. You know what I mean? But instead, you just gobsmacked me with that awful foul smell. And I didn't appreciate it. So right now I'm just going to release the particles on that and just that alone. (sighs) Okay. So we're done with that. Moving on. You guys, I am sitting here recording in my mom's basement, as one does. And I literally, I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. I have eight, y'all. I have eight zit stickers. And if you don't know what a zit sticker is, I have a fantastic recommendation. I think it's called like peach and slice. They work flipping wonders, and I love them. And they basically are just like you put them on your zit, and then it just draws out all that nasty bacteria. And I do it at night because, for me, like, I just wash my face. And then, you know, I don't put any, like, serums or products on when I use them because they don't um, adhere very well when you do. So I just put them on, and it's absolutely amazing to see in the morning all of that nasty bacteria that was just festering on your face. I know that's gross, but I went there and I think between the hormonal acne and maybe like this new birth control that I'm on, I don't know what's happening, but like my jawline is wrecked, honey, wrecked and me. I don't think the masks help either, but like I am really in a bad spot hormonal acne wise and I know I can't be the only one. And I know I may talk about this a lot, but this actually like really affects me because I've never had acne in my entire life up until about four, maybe five years ago. And it's cystic and it's painful. And I really just at this point, my like journey, um, I don't really know what to do anymore besides just like pour hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars that I really don't have. Um into like an esthetician and, and I don't know at this point, I'm just kind of at a loss. I know these stickers work. Um, I highly recommend them. You can get them on Amazon. It's called the, the, um, brand is called peach and slice, or you can get them at the CVS. Not all CVSs have them, mind you, but my CVS down here over on the street does. So, um, I love them and they're relatively inexpensive and it's just amazing the amount of like shrinkage that happens to, um, your blemish when that happens. So anywho, I'm just going to release the particles on hormonal acne, maskne, and any other things that just 
make you cause to break out because it's actually a really cruel, cruel thing and we don't deserve it. So I just released that. Okay. So any hoots, um, feeling good about just the overall responses that I get with the 30 pause page. Again, please invite your friends, um, family. I don't know about family, but your friends and other like-minded people like ourselves, um, to the 30 pause, um, Instagram page. I have noticed I've gained some more followers, which if you are a first time listener, I love you. Thanks for following. Thanks for listening. Of course. Um, but I love like just absolutely doing, um, the most with these, uh, quizzes, I guess you would say, or are they quizzes or they're just like polls, you know, we take it to the polls. That's what I should say. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm really loving it. And, uh, today's show topic really is going to have an intertwining. I feel like of Heather helps, but also like this, this for me is definitely a struggle. And this is about making friends in your thirties and how, unbelievably hard it is because I think there are so many of us that are just in such different spots in our lives. You know, we're not the same. We all have our own stories. We all have, um, you know, all of our different, um, differences, I should say. So my core group of friends, my ride or dies have been my friends, if not for almost 10 years, over 10 years. Like, so for me, my core group of friends, I met in college. I met before college, like maybe in high school. Um, I've met, you know, maybe at one of my first jobs out of college. So I've known them for a while, needless to say. But I've learned that I'm not the only one who kind of has a tough time making friends we do through work, we do it through college, maybe you do it through like mom groups if you're a mom. I can definitely understand that. But just kind of making friends out of nowhere um, for a 30-something is not as easy, you know? And I think this is what the dealio is. I think the dealio is, is that we get so stuck in our own lives, our own routine, that we're not really considering our own friendships. I don't think we're even, well, I don't think we're even saying like, wow, well, what do I want to do? Like, I want to go hang out with my friends. Like, why? Like your nieces, nephews, the kids or whatever, like they all hang out with their friends, but we're grown ass adults and we don't really have friends. We have family, you know? And I mean, I could definitely say like my cousin is one of my best friends for sure, but I'm talking like just genuine friends. It's really just, it's hard to make them. So, um, I wanted to respond to, um, a lot of response. I've gotten, actually, I got a lot of responses when it came to, um, my question, um, of basically like, do you find it hard making friends? And if so, why or why not? Or I don't know how I worded it, but you pick up what I'm putting down. Right. So, um, one responded, um, I cherish my friends no matter the distance, always make new friends by asking questions. And yeah, I think you, that's how you genuinely get to know someone is just kind of asking questions. But I think when it comes for me, when it comes to me, I should say, my friends don't really live here. Like my 
core tribe doesn't live here. They don't live in Indiana. So um, I definitely like rely on, you know, the friends that I had previous to moving to Florida. Um, but they're moms. And so for me, it's like our lives are just very different. So I try to make plans and things like that when we can, but it's not often. It's not like I have, you know, a friend my age who's single and can I be like, Hey girl, let's get a fucking taco and a marg like tonight, you know? No, 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 <laughs> None of my friends really can do that sporadically. Um, because that's just not their lifestyle. So I completely understand that. Um, but I think that, yeah, of course, asking questions, is for sure happening, but I think it really depends on, um, your life and where you're at. Um, so a lot of people said, no, I'm not. I really need help with this last question because I'm not saying like, are you good at making friends? And I think here's a few suggestions that I have that I'm actively doing because for me, I've always been that person where like my friends are my family, my family and I, we never in my whole adult life up until recently, we, I never lived close around them, near them, anything like that. So my friends were my family, you know, like I depended on them. They depended on me. Like those were my ride or die people because those, you know, I chose them really to be kind of a part of my family and I mean, my mom knows every single one of my close friends. They, she knows where they live and their lives and their significant other's name, if they have one or not. And it's just like, I treat them just as I would treat, you know, my cousin, my brother, my nephew, my nieces. I really, really do. I think that's just like, for me, that's just how I roll, you know? Um, but back to things that I think that would help us 30 pausers kind of make friends is I think through work, you know, I not everybody at work, at my work, I want to be kiki and friends with, but I think through work definitely gives us an opportunity. So if you do find, you know, someone who you just really vibe with, be like, hey, you want to like, you know, go for a walk at lunch or do you want to, you know, grab a cocktail after work or, you know, get some coffee Saturday morning, like just kind of put yourself out there and just ask because maybe they're thinking the same thing, but they're too timid to and we just have to put ourselves out there a little bit more. And I think getting out in the community, actually, you know, saying hi to your neighbors, um, maybe volunteering at a different, you know, like at a nonprofit organization. That's what I'm currently interviewing for now as a, like a volunteer for this organization. And for me, they're just like, why do you want to be a part of this? And I was like, well, I think it's really important to, you know, um, be active in the community. I mean, my whole entire career before I even lived here was in nonprofit organizations and education. So like, I'm all about the community for, so for me, I think that's a really great way for me to make friends. And I think, especially with this organization, not everybody, but I think a lot of these volunteers, I think I'm going to find a lot of other like single people my age and I'm not doing that or I'm not intending to, you know, um, thinking, oh, oh my gosh, I'm going to find the love of my life here volunteering. No, I'm not thinking like my mind isn't even going there. It's just basically just me thinking to myself like, well, I mean, if, you know, we're a part of this organization, we obviously have a common interest. And that's just kind of like 
a door that I could walk through that could possibly form a friendship. You know, you just never know. So those, those kind of things is what I'm actively doing right now for me. I think as 30 pausers, as a collective, we need to stop being so rigid. We need to become more flexible beings so that we can happily exist no matter where we end up. I think that we need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable and we need to put ourselves out there a little bit more or extend the invite that you usually wouldn't extend and things like that. I said, one of the persons that responded said, "Um, my best friends are like family. Same girl, same. Um, So much that my mom knows all of their names. Same. So does Tracy. But the fact that they don't live close makes me them, me come visit them or they come visit me. Also, my best friends, because they don't live close, they have to be good phone talkers. Ooh, I really, really, really emphasize and think that that is so important. My core, my, you know, like two best friends, like we, we can text each other like whatever, but we are phone talkers. Like literally the people that call me are my ride or dies. And, um, you know, I think that's really important because I don't live near them and, you know, we do make it a point um, to go and see each other when we can. I think that's really important. Good FaceTime sessions, bone talker sessions. I think that's just really important for sure. I have this really great response. <coughs> Excuse me. Guys, my allergies are really kicking my ass here. Um, she said, so my response didn't fit in the box, so I'm. she DM'd me like I prompted you guys to. So I'm so glad somebody did this. Um. She said, I'm very satisfied with my circle of friends. There's college friends, but they all live far from me. Then there are the work friends that I hang out with occasionally. As far as making new friends, I don't even know how to do that. And I burped a little. Excuse me. A few weeks ago, I took my daughter to a B-Day party. She asked me to swap numbers with another mom. We did. And then she and I got home. She told her dad that I have a new friend. I guess this is what making new friends looks like now. My daughter basically setting me up with them. Has it really come to this? She's seven, by the way. Anyways, I'm loving your podcast. Well, thank you so much for just listening and for kind of extending that. I I know I do have a lot of moms listening to my podcast too. And I think for moms... Going back to what I said, I feel like we need to kind of stop being so rigid with our routine. Yes, routine is so important, especially when you're a mom. Those kids crave structure. Your family needs it. I totally am on board with that. Absolutely. But I think we need to just kind of start putting ourselves a little bit more on that priority list. I know that your kids are everything to you, but I also know that... your kids know when you're unhappy or when you are just not your best self. And I think a tribe of good female friends or male friends, whatever, I have both. I think just a good tribe of friends really gives your child a great example of, of good friendships, long lasting friendships, what friendships look like, you know, being there for one another or, Hey, um, 
I need you to pick up my daughter after practice. I'm working late or what have you. You know, that's that's good friendships, you know, giving your kids a really great example of, of making friends and, and showing them that you're not this mom that just caters to their every need. You also are an individual and you can't lose that. And I see it. I see so many people lose that. And it's hard getting back on that that self-love train and that self-care um, train. That's kind of, I think, is another part of self-care is just making yourself a priority too. Kids are smart as heck, okay? They see it. Maybe they don't have the vocabulary to express it, but they know and they see. Trust me, I have worked with the youth a majority of my career and kids are smart. Don't ever underestimate kids at all. So they know what's going on. They know, again, they may not have that vocabulary, but they know. So ladies and gents, um, thems and theirs, I definitely encourage you guys to just get out of your comfort zone, make some friends and just see what happens. You know, life's too short to just stay in this regular, regular, structured, rigid, rigid kind of um, way of thinking and living. I mean, I have just noticed, I mean, people go years, 10, 20, 25 years of just doing the same thing and not putting themselves first. And you just, we have one life. We cannot live our lives with regret. And so I guess that's my Heather Helps advice to you. I'm taking myself up on my own advice. I'm currently interviewing in the interviewing process for this, you know, volunteering for this nonprofit. That's really important for me for two reasons, not just because, you know, I want to be a part of the community, but also it's because it's really important that I put myself out there, that I actually make new friends. That's been a priority of mine. Um, for, I'd say definitely for the beginning of 21 for sure. Um, so that's all I got for you guys today. I'm actually just really going to keep it short. Um, my throat is on fire, A, and B, like I have to just get up at the ass crack of dawn tomorrow and, um, take, you know, some, I gotta help. I gotta, my family's nearby and I gotta help them. So I actually took the day off of work. I got to, you know, get my family thing sorted out and figured out. So at any rate, um, I'm going to leave you with, I have another featured artist, indie artist. Um, his name is Brendan and he is my friend Um, no, for real, his name is Brendan and he is my friend Din. Um, he just released, I'm so proud of him. I just freaking love, man, when my friends are just winning or just, they're putting themselves out there. They're doing the damn thing. I'm seriously just so freaking proud of Brendan. He just released um, this song on Spotify. It is called Cocaine. It is so good. I'm going to leave you guys off with that. I hope you enjoy. Look him up on Spotify. Brendan Darty. you are my friend and baby, and I'm so proud of you. Girls, about five minutes. I want to talk alone to the boys. Well, I met my lover doing what I love. I was quick to give a home stay. Got ourselves in the world and we took it day by day. We love so hard.
hard and we talked all night and we crossed the line of say It might have been our wild young hearts and it might have been cocaine Cocaine, 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 cocaine I thought I might have had his love but his love was for cocaine Cocaine Cocaine, cocaine, cocaine. I thought I might have had his love, but his love was for cocaine. We pushed each other to create, we pushed our love to hate. The dreams explored in the art we forged was as wild as the love we'd make. A mistress came between us in the form of Saturdays. Cause though he couldn't find a job, he'd always find cocaine. Cocaine, 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 cocaine. I thought I might have had his love, but his love was for cocaine. Cocaine, 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 cocaine. I thought I might have had his love, but his love was for...